for the locker room at the SSA, the Borders Ultimate Sports Bar. The All Rounders with Robbie McKinley and Gus McLeod. 3NE. For the locker room at the SSA, it's great to have your company on this Saturday morning. 2AY and 3NE. My name's Gus McLeod. My co host is Robbie McKinley and Big Mac. It's um it's been a talking point the way you dress nearly every week on the show and and constantly throughout O&M Live is the fact that we desperately need Cora Rutherglen back yeah. in the competition. Love a side in, and if it's going to be anyone, I'd love to be a Cora or Cora Rutherglen or whoever it is or a, a United a United front. Bordy United, like it used to be back in 1947, when Cora were in recess. There you go. When Cora were in recess, then the next year in 1948, Cora came out of recess. And Border United said, righto, that's it. We've just been filling a void. Take it over. Wouldn't happen these so, days. No. <laughs> well, maybe it will. Yeah, Who knows? Up. But anyway, yeah, be great. Really looking forward to catching up, Steve. Let's see where everything's up. People want to know where we're up to because the season's getting away quickly. We're eight weeks in yeah. to season 2023, and we're starting to feel the pinch without the Corowat Rutherglen Football Club in the competition. A man who is at the helm and leading the charge to bring Corowa back in 2024 is the senior coach, Steve Owen, and he joins us on the line. Steve, good morning to you. Morning, guys. How are you going? Going well, mate. More importantly, how are you guys tracking down the river at Corowa? Yeah, we're going well. Thanks, guys. Um, look, I understand there probably hasn't been too many announcements made in the last sort of eight weeks or so, um, but rest assured we are we are pushing ahead and, and making good inroads. Um, for instance, we had a really good, productive and positive meeting with, with AFL North East and Ovens and Murray on Wednesday night, um, and we can't, can't thank them enough for their support. Um, and now, sort of, you know, now that we've got the foundations of of the off-field area um, sorted out, now we're pushing ahead and and really trying to build our list for 2024. Steve, the obvious question I need to ask is: Do you genuinely believe that the Roos will be back in the competition in 2024? We'll be back in 2024. Wow, love it! Yeah. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Hey, Steve, uh, just uh, trying to ca- just I'll go back to the last thing you said before following that meeting you said something about getting off field sort of sorted would that be in and around club rooms mate just for a start like a facility yeah absolutely it is uh, so obviously um, everyone knows the situation of our facilities at the moment due to the floods uh, but now it's it's working out to making sure we have adequate facilities for season 2024 so that's um, liaising with AFL East yep. and negotiating with AFL Vic um, and higher up to make sure we have you know, something similar to what the AFL gave Shepherd and um, once their flood rooms were flooded. Yep. And, but it also involves um, the sustainability of the club and getting the actual community involved. So we're doing a lot of work with the Chambers of Commerce. Um, you know, we, yes, we've closed the doors this year, but we want to come back in 2024 and make sure that we're going to be around for, you know, for the next 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years. And that's getting the buy-in from the community, which has been really positive so far. So, Steve, with that, um, to also, I, I can I can feel the positivity in your voice, mate, which is just fantastic. Um, and good on you. That's great. That, that sounds very encouraging. Has there been any concessions, sort of, with neighbouring clubs that have also sort of made you know whether it could indicate that you know, there's a chance that the Coral Rutherglen Football Club in Evans Murray can get stronger? I'm not, not saying other clubs are going to fold or look to merge, but are there any indications that there's a you know, that we're, there's going to be other access players in a, in another manner. Oh, look, I think um, 
you know, there's, there's also been a lot of talk of, of potential mergers with some nearby nearby clubs. Um, at the moment, we're focusing on on purely being back in Albans Murray. Um, if one of those neighbouring clubs want to want to come on board with us, then we're more than welcome to yep. to look at that. Um, but at this stage, yeah, we're uh, we're not really engaged in those talks. Steve, talk us through what some of the things are that the club's doing in the background. Obviously, you're not just sitting there with your with your hands behind your back and hoping for hoping for it all to happen. I'd imagine you're working incredibly hard behind the scenes. What are some of the things you guys are are doing? And and talk us through what it's like trying to rebuild a football club. Yeah, it's certainly been been a challenging experience. Um, the board have been fantastic and they take control of of rebuilding the club rooms, uh, the football department itself, you know, we are engaging local businesses and, uh, as I mentioned, the Chambers of Commerce to ensure that we have, uh, I guess, access to the job so that we, when we look to relocate some of our players to the area for sustained uh, commitment, you know, we can offer them the suitable roles that they're in their chosen fields. Um, you know, housing as well, you know, there's, Across everywhere, there seems to be a shortage of housing, so we're going to make sure we've got accommodation available for them. Uh, and then, you know, as disappointing it is not to be have our players playing coaching every Saturday, it also gives the opportunity to go watch four or five games for you a weekend. So that's where I'm at even today. I'm talking to you guys from Shepparton, heading across to Bendigo to sort of catch up with a few players. Yeah. That, hey, Steve, I really love that idea about how you're actually trying to make that the town, the community, sort of more uh, just as attractive as as a good f- football club. Um, I think, and I think that look, everyone knows that it's pretty well aware that there are there are, there are clubs in the league that have got that great ability, you know, to, to assist with employment and um, you know housing and all that. And I, I really think that's fantastic that um, that the Roos have, have seen that as a real niche market that's going to assist them. Yeah, I think. Oh, you only have to look at Yarrawonga, for instance. You know, that's yes, that's a probably a larger holiday destination. But what we have is can be just as attractive. Yep. You know, with the country lifestyle right on the Murray River as well. So, you know, to to ensure the club hat is stable and sustainable in the future, you know, the club needs the community to get behind it. Um, and I think one of the really positive things from going into recess has shown is, you know, the community does want. Coroa back in the yeah. ovens of Murray. So they're banding behind us. We're having offers of support and ideas coming from every second person. It's been absolutely fantastic. Steve, it's a, a remarkable six months, I suppose, that have occurred for the football club. And, and obviously when the news broke, it, it did look like the club were going into, into reset for 2024. It sends shockwaves through the competition, but even more so through the town. Can you talk us through what it's like for someone that lives in the region? What's a Saturday like in Corowa now without football and netball? I'd imagine it's almost quite eerie. Yeah, eerie's probably a very good word. Um, the town the town lives for its football and netball on Saturdays. You know, Generally, this on the year around midday, 12.30, most of the shops are closing purely so everyone can get down to the ground for John Ford to, to support their local team. So you walk down now, um, you know, pass someone in the street and they're asking us, are we going to be back? Are we going to be back for 24? Um, because it, the whole town's just missing it. So, yeah, let's hope, um, well, as I said, we will be back. So, you know, this will give the guys a, an insight what it is to not have a footy team and make sure round one next year or our first home game, 
of the entire town of down at John Ford cheering us on. During the week, uh, Steve, co-president John Elmore, was noted in the Border Mail that he's um, spoken with a high-caliber assistant coach potential in, in Heath Shaw, who is recommitted to his club in, in Melbourne. Is that a, a pathway that you guys are going to continue to, to explore, that high-profile ex-AFL playing assistant coach to join the football club, or was that just a, a one-off with, with Heath? No, that's certainly not a one-off. Um, we are, we've opened a few doors and using a few contacts down in the AFL industry at the moment uh, to assist us, and we are speaking to multiple uh, current and past players. Um, so we are definitely looking to bring someone in um, who just wants to be a part of the community. That's going to be the main thing. Um, we're not going to want someone who just wants to come and come and take some cash from us on a Saturday, but we want someone who's going to buy into our culture and our community. Steve, in some ways, do you think that by going into this reset and, and instead of maybe hanging on and, and doing it t- really tough this year and scraping by and even potentially forfeiting seconds matches that, that you actually now have... Be- it's given you a chance to put yourselves in a better position if you are to play Oven Murray football. I definitely agree. It's, uh, it's given us that opportunity to really reset the club off-field as well. Um, now we can... And that's why I guess why I said we've been quiet for the past couple of months because we've been making sure those foundations are found yep. so that we can come back and not just not just filling the numbers for 2024, 2025. We're coming back and we're going to be competitive and we're going to be up the ladder. And, and Steve, um, I guess what you're searching for now, you've got to hit that level of excitement that not only it's going to attract new players to the club, but also to get the older older ones back and, and, and really think about what they can still do to make football great again in that Coral or Uberglen area. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, the football department and I, we're aware that, you know, we can't keep relying on just our, our local boys to keep propping us up. Um, they want to see change. They want to see something new and exciting. That's why we are going to speak to a few players to bring into the region. Um, and then once we're up, I think we get that little core of of new recruits, um, and then we we obviously still keep in contact with our current players. But we can then bring them in to show that you know th- there is going to be a change at Corowa. Yep. Uh, and this is this is a new club and how we're going to run things. Steve, last one from me, mate, and we've been really appreciative of your time. How much belief and confidence do you have that players that uh, that sort of initial core 15, 16 that stuck fat by the club this year uh, before they left to go and play football, how confident are you on those guys returning? Your Joe Hansons, your Matty Wilsons, these sort of boys? Yeah, I'm very confident. I've had um, no indication to suggest otherwise. You know, we... We have been very cautious to constantly bombard them. Um, we need to give them that space to, to settle into their new club and get their season 2023 underway. Um, but now that they're settled, we're going back out there in the next few weeks and we'll be catching up with all of them to make sure they're, they're still on board for next year. Steve, is there the possibility that with, with football being played again in Cora next year, that like back in 1978, the last year it happened, the team will be called Corowa, playing in the Ovens and Murray Football League, and Rutherglen would be left to to be called Rutherglen in the Telangran District Football League. Oh, that's certainly a possibility. Uh, we we're not, I guess, closing doors on anything. We uh, have reached out to Rutherglen uh, to see if they have been interested in, in uh, I guess, form, reforming and, and building on that 
Cora Rutherglen connection. Um, but at this stage, they haven't come back to suggest um, yep. that they want to do that. So, you know, we will address, uh, I guess, the naming of the of the club at some stage, but that's more for the board to decide. Steve, really appreciative uh, of your time this morning and Great it's news. quite refreshing to hear, mate, all, all the fantastic work yourself and, and Kiwi and, and the entire crew are doing down there yep. at Corowa. We'd love nothing more than you guys to come back in the competition next year, mate. Bloody it sounds oath. like you're making fantastic inroads. Appreciate your time this morning and hopefully uh, Shepparton and Bendigo are happy hunting grounds for you to pluck <laughs> off a, uh, Go and get a, a few, few good players for next year. Thanks for joining us, Steve. No worries, guys. Thanks.